Welcome to another episode of Long Days. We got a very special episode, especially for the fans. This is the premiere, the unveiling of Jay Harvin 15. Yes, sir. I just learned his real name is Jared. Yep. Jared Harvin. Yeah. He calls himself Jared because it's his real name. His dad's name is Eugene. Yep. And he named you Jared, which is, you know, on the nerdy sounding scale jared is a step up yeah it is it is a step up but if like, you continue and if you're you're gonna keep going on the cool scale your kid will be like jay mm-hmm. or what would be a cool name it'd be just like trey trey or like like I, black people like to name their children after like countries or like states so i'll just probably name my kid like zurich or something like that <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly we gotta up the level of the game but like me and my dad apply for a job somewhere and yeah. it's like a finance job we're gonna get that job <laughs> But if we show up, we're not going to get that job. They're going to turn us into janitors. So that's the only that's the only thing uh, that's wrong about my first name. But yeah, hey, you know, Jared. But Jared's not. Eugene is full blown in your face. Nerd. Yeah, Eugene is nerd. I mean, it's Mr. Krabs. It's like focused on money. You might as well be Jewish. But like, yeah. How did he get the name Eugene? I don't. I don't know. Because my my aunt is named Rhonda, which mm-hmm. is. You go know, classically black, you know? That's a classically black when, old school name, Rhonda. When, yeah, when you hear yeah. Rhonda, you know the yams are going to be sweet. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving coming around, there's extra cheese in that macaroni and yes. cheese. So my father's name is Eugene, and then my, my uncle's name is David. And he's David. The, yeah, and he's the you youngest one. You got a bunch one. of Jews in your family. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> it was like Harvenstein or something like that. But yeah, it was, like, it was, it was hit or miss with the names, but... Eugene is definitely for the middle for the middle son's name. Yeah, that's really bold. And just just the goal to David as the youngest son. It's like you really didn't like my father. Like my grandparents did not like my father. If you're gonna name him Eugene, that would be funny if his brother's name is like Latrell, and then the other brother is like, no. My, my, and then this middle one, Eugene. Let's go. Just try Eugene. It was weird because my brother's names, my my parents' names, was all J's. So oldest is James, middle is Jordan, and then I'm Jared. Jared, which fucks up my father because when he gets mad, he doesn't know who to call. Right, right. He'd be, he'd be so bad. He'd be like, Jay, join Jared," and be like, "Who the fuck is in trouble right now?" Like it's it's very confusing. I don't know why you would do that to yourself, but I was named after a doctor on a show. Apparently, my father says, "Oh." Is doctor named Jared? Yeah, I like that name. Name him Jared. Yeah, every one of my black friends, like I remember my friend Todd, his brother named his daughter Jordan after Michael Jordan. Yeah. Which so is, you can get away with you that. You can get away. Jordan's yeah. kind of, Jordan's can be unisex. Jordan's, yeah. Jordan can be like, like Jamie. Mm-hmm. Jamie's unisex, right? He can be girl yeah. or boy. Jordan, Jordan James, but Jordan's, Sam's another good one. Sam? Yeah, Sam's a good one. But Sam's only, it's always short for Samantha. It can only be, it's two different names. There's Sam or Samantha. Sam or Samuel. But Samantha and Samuel, yeah. Sam's also a good dog name, too. Sam's a good dog name. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The funniest dog names are always real, like, names that aren't dog names. Yeah. Like, if I meet a dog named Vinny, it's a funnier dog name than Sam. Sam is, you're right, Sam is like a traditional, stereotypical good dog name. Sam or, like, Spot. But if you call, if you're... If If I go to your house and your dog's name is Bruno, we're going to have a fucking problem. (laughs) All right? I I like, like, if it's, like, a full name of, like, a guy's name, like, Christopher. If your dog's name is just that, it's Christopher. (laughs) 
or Samuel. If you called your dog Samuel, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like a lot of people, they have that trend. They want to name their dogs after their pets after stuff. Like the, pretty soon, there's gonna be a dog named Ivermectin. Yeah, somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty soon, come here, yes. Ivermectin, come here. And you will will we know which side the person who no, names their dog Ivermectin? We know where they vote. Yeah, they vote to, to the, the right. right. Yeah. To the right. To yep. the right. To the right. Your hair is your hair is kind of parted to the right. Did it's part. Yeah. Yeah. It's parted to the right. Did you sleep on my pillow? I did sleep on my pillow. Yeah. yeah. Because my mother in law probably left it at my house. She only buys American. She hung a Trump flag facing her room. Yeah. So when you live in does. Melville, those are one of two choices. All right. You gotta you gotta hang a Trump flag, or you just you just gotta plant some hydrangeas and have your house be dark. You yeah. can't either. They gotta know that you vote with Trump, or your house has to look haunted in order for you to strive and. Melville. That's that's the, that's the only thing that you got to so do. So you're familiar with Melville? Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. I'll go there every time my iPhone cracks. I go up to Walt Whitman Mall, and they make me stand in the line for two hours. <laughs> so Jay Harvin, Jared Harvin, yes sir, is from Long Island. Yep, the Great Long Island. Mm-hmm. What part of Long Island? Amityville. Amityville. Yeah. Okay, is that where the Amityville horror happened? Yeah, so like... That's the most famous thing that happened. Yeah, that's the most famous thing. I mean, we have other things like Eminem made the song about us. Like Mike James came out of... uh, He was a famous basketball player. He came out of Amityville. De La Soul went to uh, Amityville High School. Yeah. Um, And a couple couple other basketball players came out of there. But like, that's more on the, the white side of town right. like the rich side of town and everyone right. asked me oh have you gone to the Amityville Horror House I'm like listen is it a rich part of town and it's haunted and I'm black either way I'm probably gonna die okay <laughs> it's either that the ghosts are not gonna like me or someone's gonna call the police on me so yeah. I don't really have much of a choice but yeah that's uh it's in like a, a well-established neighborhood and uh, now like people live in there yeah of course they're white like yeah. white people you can just change the tiles on the walls and be like okay this is not haunted anymore <laughs> if you put a nice kitchen backsplash right, right in a fucking house people are like yeah their murder didn't happen here like 70 years ago when you're black in america america's like a haunted house yeah right yeah it's kind of like oh don't go in that room that's spooky when you mean that room that means arkansas yep you're like don't go to mississippi don't go to arkansas alabama certain parts of the room are okay yeah just don't look in the closet yep exactly there, there's some there's some parts of this country Country that you you can't go into, but it's like you got to watch around that corner because if you don't, because if you don't know, uh, a skeleton can pop out around the corner and he could shoot you, when, even when you're unarmed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the house. And now they kind of like made they put a fence there. They have a big sign there that says like uh, private property, no trespassing. But like they they renovated it even from that picture, so it looks nice. And, you know. Now what happened in the Amityville? Like, so I I believe I forgot his name. Uh, the the I believe that he. He murdered his whole family, I believe, and he when they locked him up and they brought up up on charges, he said that uh, spirits have induced him to do that. So, and I believe after the after he moved out, after they cleaned cleaned out all his family, uh, the new family moved in and they experienced uh, apparitions. I believe another family uh-huh. moved in after that and they had like weird things. So, like you can see the movie with Ryan Reynolds in it when he's going when he has a full beard in it. Uh, I believe that's one of the families that they demonstrate. But yeah, yeah and that's I know why I could definitely affect those Long Island families that moved in afterwards because Long Island families don't like to leave the house. No. So they just got too much ghost. Yeah. Like if I was living there or somebody else living there from the city, we always we always leave the house. So you're not going to get infected. It's like a viral load. Yep. Like COVID. If you if you pass somebody quick, you only get a little COVID. No. But if you're exposed to them for a long time, you get a lot of COVID. <laughs> so if you're a Long Island hearted person, you're going to get exposed to a lot of ghosts yeah. because you're going to stay in the house. Long Island people go on vacation in their house. Yeah. 
So when they in the summer comes, they just go outside. Yeah, and oh. they have like a their pool, their backyard. They don't Long Island people don't like to leave Long they Island. They don't lo- like a Long Island vacation is going to Hampton and having some strawberry sherbet and then driving on Sunrise Highway back. Like that. that's that that's exactly what a vacation is. Like these people, they'll go out or like for a, a real big Long Island vacation is going to Seaside Heights right. in, in Jersey <laughs> and visiting Drew. That that's that that's exactly what like right. a vacation is for them. But yeah, it's very or the nautical mile, right? Nautical or nautical mile. Yes, yeah, but you got a lot of Dominicans over there. There's so a lot of them make it's changed. Yeah. The nautical miles yeah, change. That's how they learn Spanish. So yeah. people in Long Island, that's how they learn Spanish. You go right. down there, you hear some boom, 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 boom. It's like, oh my god, are we in Mexico right yeah. now? The nautical mile, you'll you hear a lot of like old school Long Island families going. You know, it's this yeah. MS thirteen is in. They're yeah. on the nautical mile. Two now. things: nautical mile. You hear a lot of upscale Long Island families, and you hear somebody's muffler because. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's something about Hispanic kids. They love loud cars. They do. They love loud they cars. They do like loud cars. There's certain things that are just ingrained culturally. Mufflers are something that's... That as soon as Hispanics heard that muffler, they just... And they like the car to move. Yeah. they like. But that's more of a West Coast thing. It's, it is a West Coast thing. But, like, you see weird... Like, I see kids with, like, pink cars that are low to the ground, like, pink cars that are all suited out, and their rims are, like, light blue. And it's like, that's the most ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I think it's, like... We are, Long Island is the little brother of the city. So whatever we do, we think it's special to us. Yeah. But really, it just seems dumb. Right. Like, like the Bronx has hip hop. Like, yeah, hip hop is cool. And then you go out to us and we're doing covers of like LL Cool J songs. Right. In a beanery somewhere. And it's like, dude, like you can't live up to it. We, we're always trying to compete, but our level of competition is never, is never lined up. I think that's because Long Island gets things late. It's sort of like, you know. When yeah, you they don't get those ballots late though. <laughs> they get those bright and early. <laughs> they get those bright and early. Peter King, you're out of here. You know, you, you used to go like, especially before the internet, you would go to like another country and they'd be listening to like fine young countables. Yeah. She drives me crazy. Yeah. And it would be like 2003. Yeah. And they'd be like, this, would love this new song. They just get it late. I think Long Island, since it's its own country, they maybe just getting LL Cool J. Yeah, they maybe just, just might have hit Long Island. Yeah, the other day I was I was at work. I was bumping Michael Jackson. Someone goes, "Hey, that kind of sounds like the Jackson Five. <laughs> I was like, "Sir, this is Remember the Time by Michael Jackson. When did this come out? The nineties? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Have a nice day." I was like, "You goddamn loser! You don't know Michael Jackson in the nineties? You know what it is? I think it, the mentality of Long Island has." Something to do with how bad the traffic is. Traffic in Long Island, yeah, there's bad. only like two ways in and two ways out, right? It's bad. You have the Southern State, you know, you t- Southern State, and then you can do the Cross Island Parkway to LIE, which is like, you know, is the, the God frame to going in and out of the city. Or you can go to Southern State, turn into Sunrise, and go to the Belt, which 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 I took to get here. Which you went was, around that way. Yeah. And so it, you can either come cool. around that way, hit the BQE, or you can come around and take the Belt. Yeah, yeah. So you, get, you can only hit it from two angles. Two, two angles. So you it's like having angles. sex when you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which you're getting pretty close to, guy. <laughs> you only hear from two angles, and you know, so it's like there's this thing mentally, right? Like the first time I did governors in Long Island, yeah, I left from here when I was living here in, in Bay Ridge. It took me. I wasn't like I, it was like my first time like planning to go to the Long Island mm-hmm. on like a Thursday or Friday. So I left. I think it was Friday shows. So I left. It took me three hours mm. to get from here to Governor's, which is literally like 
20 something miles yeah three hours so i basically could have flown to miami in the time it took me to get to this club in long island and when did you leave i left at five i got there at eight right at the show oh yeah that's traffic so and yeah. also coming out when you go to the city it's, yeah sometimes it takes a couple hours so i think long island just has that mentality like we're another country because when they travel it's almost like the same amount of time it travel to, to it takes you to go to, to atlanta yeah i feel like if we were exposed to more infrastructure like if there were more bridges on long island people would kind of like broaden their horizons like yeah. they would actually actually want to be able to travel but because it's just one big landmass yeah we just like to stay here and, and nobody like, else wants to build any bridges like new york doesn't want to build more no connecticut doesn't want to build that bridge they were going to plan from long island to Connecticut because people just want to keep long island people in long island yeah yeah we don't want long connecticut people they were planning on building a bridge from uh like bridgeport they had the ferry that goes yeah. from bridgeport to the north shore and then they were yeah. going to build a highway they were actually going to build a highway they actually started building i don't know if you know that no, I like didn't know there's that. a route that just stops because mm -hmm. they started building and i think connecticut the connecticut wasps were like keep these fucking yeah meatheads with their shaved eyebrows yeah out of here they were gonna they were gonna call the andrew cuomo highway but then he did what he did he's like oh yeah we can't do this yeah the cuomo's their father has a highway and yeah. now the yeah. father has the mario cuomo bridge and then you got the mario cuomo. yeah yeah that was mario probably was a little touchy-feely oh yeah he you can't blame them they're italian yeah yeah i mean he was that's the worst excuse ever though it, but it is the funniest excuse but like ever. it just makes it easier for perverts now because they could just act italian yeah that would be like if i got if i just got caught cheating my wife with a guy and i was like yeah i'm greek you know, it's just kind of what we do. You know, once yeah. in a while, I just my dick falls into an ass. What can I? I'm a Greek. Yeah, it's part it's, of my culture. Yeah, blame it on racism. Like my friend Talent Harris, he has a good joke about that. He's like, you can't just blame your Talent Harris, who is Talent Harris, the son of the comedian yeah, Talent. Yeah, so Talent so Talent Junior. It's not Talent Junior because right. Talent Senior, who you see on Def Jam and the very clearly claimed in Boston Comedy Club, his real name is James, but he named his son Talent Harris. That's his real name, but he's not a junior because his his first name is James. So it's just a big mind fuck of a name but right talent harris is my guy he has jokes like you can't blame your actions on race that's like if you got caught he's like that's like if i got caught stealing out of the janitor's closet at my job yeah. it's like man i didn't steal i'm just nigerian and it's like you <laughs> you can't you can't do that because you just open up a wormhole of excuses right. but like yeah that that's that is the wild wild thing that he just say yeah i'm just italian I'm just Italian. I speak with my hands. I'm affectionate. You know, and, and honestly, you he probably could have got away with all the sexual assault, the the verbal sexual assault, if the guy spoke quicker. Because right, he, it, right. because you you just got, you got if you're gonna sexual assault, you just gotta get in there and get out. You, right. you just gotta walk up to him like, hey, bitch, nice titties, and then we walk right, out. But right. Cuomo's like, I would just like to say right. that the angle of your cleavage. Is making my pursuit hard. And it's like, yo, we already have you on IG Live by that time, dude. Like, you got to get in and get out. That's a good point. See if he would have done it quick, talk quick. She, it, she wouldn't even know what happened. It's like exactly. happened and then it's over. But like when you, yeah, he just like, she really had time to take it all in. Yeah. I'm going to touch your titties now. Yeah. 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 You got to speed that shit up, son. You got to speed it up. Now, growing up on Long Island. Yep. Okay. You grew up in Amityville. Is it I, yeah. mostly white? I grew up in Amityville, but the thing about me, I went to school in Farmingdale. Right. Which, that is predominantly white. Right. And which is a weird thing because- So how like, many Sweet Sixteens did you go to? I only went to one, but- the, uh, No, I went to two, but both of them were in the basement because both of them were owned by black girls. <laughs> so the one- oh, So black girls have Sweet Sixteens yeah, in black Long girls, Island too? Yeah, they do. Uh, okay. They do. and they Sweet Sixteens in Long Island is a- Big thing. Yeah, it, it, it I've is. I said before, if you're a father in Long Island, you are praying for a boy. Yeah. Because you do not want to pay for a sweet 16 marriage and a nose. Yeah, down. yeah. They were, they were both black. They were both Nigerian. So the fathers were standing on the dance floor just to make sure no one touched. But, um, 
that that's that's literally what it was. Like yeah. it was even before COVID, they were like six feet, six feet, six feet. Right. Um. But I went to Farmingdale, which is predominantly white school. Yeah. So the fraction of like, cause uh, there was like black people from Amityville a little bit, and like East Farmingdale, and that's where majority of black people came from. So the black, it was weird because the popular kids in high school who were white. Yeah. They kind of just took off of black culture so yeah. they had a true religion you know the so Jordan. that's still the same yeah that's still the same yeah. they had true religion jeans jordan saying the n-word freely, freely whenever they wanted to <laughs> and black people saw that they were like okay i gotta up my blackness so right. among the black people in dominicans and like puerto Ricans, there were a lot of fights it was like i need to be ghetto to out black them right which is which is a weird dynamic to see because like i go to my black friends and it's like yo, i i know you don't Say, yo, I'll fuck you up on a daily basis. Yo, you play Yu-Gi-Oh in your free time. Like, I know I know who the fuck you are. You don't yeah. have to be, like, this black. But, like, I noticed that. And yeah. it's, it's a weird dynamic. But, um, yeah, I went to a predominantly white school. So to escape white kids imitating you, black kids have to continue to get more black. Yeah, you got it. You got it. The you reason gotta, for it. So when you meet, like, the blackest black kid you know, whatever that means to you. Yeah. He's just trying to. He's just trying to keep blackness. Yeah, he's just trying to keep blackness. Just keep encroaching he's, more and more. Gotta call, you got to call the bluff on the blackness, and you just got you to double down on it. You got to double know? down because the white kids just keep taking. Yeah, they just keep taking. Like Israel in the West Bank. They yeah. just keep taking a little bit more. Exactly. Yeah. These people, they, they... So that's the same because when me and Jesse were kids, that was that was the trend too. It was like, we all, we all thought we were black. We wanted to be black. Black people have the f- f- like coolest culture. Yeah, best music. Yeah, best style. Like I always, I always say it to my friends. Like especially being in comedy, I never, I never feel like out of place, or I never get um, insecure about myself because I know I have what everybody wants. Like I, I, right? I know I have the secret. Like when when people were talking about oh, Black Lives Matter, and people were like, oh, we need to put black people on the forefront, and you know, we need to have them and demonstrate them their lives more. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? I am the show. Yeah, I'm the one that tells that tells the story. I'm the one that like puts everything on the forefront. I don't. You don't. You don't have to lift me up. Right. It comes from me. Right. So like when even when I get insecure about the game, the comedy game, I'm like, no, nah, I'm a bi. Yeah, like, I got everything that they they want. It's true. I mean, all the way to Japan. I mean, it's the most popular. Yeah. culture worldwide you know it's funny too we were growing up me and jesse were growing up like italian kids those kids are i don't know where they are now synonymous they were synonymous with black people yeah, it was Italians funny because they'd be like yo I, get, get out of my neighborhood yeah you can't date and then you'd look at them and they would have like flat tops with like designs in their head and like yeah. a starter jacket and uh i was even watching this documentary last night about uh about this it's a great documentary on netflix about the trashers in danbury mm-hmm have you heard about that? It's incredible. So this mobster, Italian mobster, who ran like the trash in Connecticut, his son was like this kid, and he the kid the the the, the father was so powerful, yeah. and rich. He just bought him a hockey team, yeah, and a minor league hockey team, like oh, a yeah. pro, yeah, yeah. Minor league I saw, team. I saw this. And the kid was like Italian and Italian, but he had like a fade, with, and he had like a like a monkey curl in his head, yeah. a monkey curl, uh, you know that that part, yeah, that curls like that, yeah. And like he, you know, he was like, you know, he had, his jeans were baggy. This was like the late nineties, so Italians. It was funny because Italians, when we were growing up in Brooklyn, were always the most racist, mm-hmm. but they always were the ones that acted the most black. Yeah, bro, the, the Italians are the ones that, like, they push us away, but, like, you embrace our culture at the end of the day. Like, but then you also got to admit, black people love Italians, too. 
Scarface. Oh. I mean, how yeah. many black kids you know who don't have a poster of Scarface no, on their wall? Scarface. I mean, one of my favorite movies is The Bronx Tale. I mean, right. it demonstrates that. But like that, that type of culture is something to be admired by because I think at the end of the day, it represents toughness. You yeah. know, that toughness that you got to put up to the world. Black people have to do it. Italians is kind of a choice. Like right. you don't, you don't got to be in the mafia. Right. You, you right. don't, you don't, you don't have to lock the door and say you can't leave. Right. Because like I have to do that. But like Italians, like love the culture. Like, I was in the city. And I was I was here to saw I heard someone rapping. And they were like nigga this nigga that. And I turned around and it was Paul Verzi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But but no, like there, there is an admiration between the two. Yeah. But like it's it's kind of it's kind of a hypocritish. It's kind of hypocritical when it comes from the Italians because there's so much hate right. that comes from the Italians towards the blacks. Right, because they 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 love so many things about the culture so much. Yeah. Now, how much do you know about De La Soul? De La Soul, I know, I know a couple. That's of, shocking to hear from a twenty-three-year-old. No, bro, like, bro, I my that whole movement of hip hop was dope. My parents, but it came and went. It, it came and went, but like, I'm a bit, I'm a big movie buff, mm-hmm. and I think with with movies, I love how like music is involved with movies and how music can set a scene. So like, any movie that I watch, I really attach myself to the music, and especially like my parents did a good job because my parents in their sixties, so like, they were bumping uh, Cool in the Gang, you know, Charlie Wilson, the Gap yeah. Band. You know, old Motown stuff. So yeah. I didn't really opened up my world to that. But like my favorite MC is Five Dog. Wow. Yeah. yeah. My, I, I love Five Dog. You know, great documentary, yeah. by the way. Michael Rappaport made that documentary. It's out on Netflix too. Exactly. It's, it's, a lot it's, of people don't even. You another know, demonstration is, of a white kid loving black people. Yeah. yeah. I, I will freely admit it. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, uh, like, it's crazy. You start realizing how old you get because there's a lot of people, like, my wife is, uh, how old is she now? Is it time for me to upgrade? In a, Wow. Because I got, I got, I have, I still have 30 year old party favors. So I think I've gone through two or three girlfriends on their 30th birthday. (laughs) I'm kidding. I joke, sweetie. I love, um, she's 30, she's turning 32. She had no idea. She doesn't even, she didn't even know who Tribe Cold Quest was. Oh, God. There's a lot of kids that don't even know who Tribe Cold Quest was. Mrs. Poppins, come on. Yeah, she didn't even know. She didn't even know. Just drive, just drive eight minutes south on 110. You'll find out who Tribe Cold Quest (laughs) is, okay? Please. Um, so, but, so you're, you're a fan of De La Soul. De La Soul, that's 80, late, that's early 90s, late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah De La Soul, man, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, like, just the old hip-hop, and I love seeing the evolution of music, you know, yeah. seeing how music started off, and also, like, a big part of it is, like, how artists now show love to other artists, like, because, like, a lot of artists that I listen to, like Amine, yeah. they'll have, like, Charlie Wilson on a song. It's like, yeah. okay, Charlie Wilson, where do you... Oh, Gap Band. And like, so I love to see evolutions like that, but yeah. I'm curious about this. As someone who's 23, right? Yeah. So it's like Drake now, Lil Nas, all these other artists. What do you think rap has gone backwards? Like, where do you think the art form is? Because when we were coming up, it was really about, like, lyrics. Like, it was like, oh, this kid's nice. Mm-hmm. You know, we got, like, uh, Cool G Rap, Big L... Um, Nas, the list goes on, and it was like these guys, the lyrics, and there was it was like there was dancers, and there was a lot of skill. Yeah, there was there was like DJs. DJs are gone. Mm-hmm. There's no like cutting anymore. Yeah, there's no back. Every hip hop artist had backup dancers. Yep. So they would all they would be like two guys behind doing like in sync shit, like not in sync shit, but they were in sync doing like moves. There was moves. Break dancing went into like hip hop moves, hip hop dancing. That's all gone. Yeah. DJs are gone. Yeah. Dancing's gone. Um, the need to be like an incredible lyricist is gone. So now it's just like about what bumps in the club, which isn't bad. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, but you got to understand. I want to hear from a, your perspective. You know, hip hop started in the 70s in Bronx. 
So like when you first heard that, it was infectious. She's like, yo, what the fuck is this? So you're gonna do everything that you can. You're gonna you gonna break dance. You're gonna spin on your head. You're gonna do a backflip and shit like that. But now hip hop is fifty years old and you can't do it's like an old person. You're aging. It's like, yeah, I can't do that shit no more. <laughs> you know, I just just wow me with your beats and I'll be all right. Yeah. Well, you know, I think with a lot of you know, you're forty six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of that it's easy to dismiss it as oh, you know, they they, they don't they care about like the lyrics no more. Uh, so have we just become we've become like the grumpy old people? Not it's not the shame yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly like they that. Don't break that. You just gotta know where to listen to. Like it's so weird when you find out you're fucking old. You're not I'll be you're you're a you're a good looking guy for your age. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm I not look gonna lie. younger than Yeah, every time you shave your beard, I think you're twenty eight, but then it grows back and you look sixty four. So like I, I, I it's hard to put a gauge on it, but you just gotta know where to listen, dog. Yeah. Like a lot of my Amine's pretty good, you know. I don't even know who Amine is. He, he's from he's from Portland, he's a pretty good artist. Cole is good. If you start from Cole listening. see that's the thing. I dude, he's from Portland? But when you, did rap get to Portland? Well, no, but you got but like they're connecting on the left. Like we just like no, but I just, we just let West Coast in. That was it. And then next thing, yeah, you know, but they're south. And then some guys like, hey, I'm from Kalamazoo. I'm like, I'm not listening to you. But what and you, then there's a fucking white guy. What's his name again? <laughs> Jack then there's Jack Harlow. He doesn't even have a rap name. But Jack, but Jack Harlow. See that you now you sound like an old man. Yeah, right? He doesn't even guy. have a rap name. <laughs> What's next? They're not gonna put mustard on the knishes. <laughs> like if you don't have mustard on your knish, I mean, who nah, is yeah, the knish nah, yeah, fucking yeah, my, plain? My fault. That's, that's and I know you knish. I know you're very well versed in the Jewish culture. It's from dry. Sh- yes, yes, I am. Yeah. I, I'll go to Katz's right now. Give me a Reuben. I'm, don't play with me. Yeah, bagels, um, knishes. You know it. I think it's just like with that. Hip hop is that culture that you don't understand what they're talking about, like, and they're grasping their own emotions and they're making something out of it. So you know, Amine is an artist that he kind of talks about his own depression and insecurity, but that's something as like being a young dude, me and Drew, we can relate to. You know, right. being young in the world, but like you have those artists that have influences from Nas, like Kendrick is still really good. Cole, I love Kendrick. Yeah, Cole, See, now, Kendrick Cole is really, I like. Now, now, what, good thing for old people to do. I'm not calling you old, but you know, a good good thing we, for old I people to do. Old. Look at the artist, new artists that you like, and yeah. then look at the people that they. Having their label, label. So like for me, J Cole, uh-huh. J Cole has Boss under him, who's from uh, Queens. He has JID, who's from Atlanta, really good. He has, he has a a group called Earth Gang on his on his label. They're really good. Kendrick, you can do the same thing with like um, you you can do the same thing with J Rock and Schoolboy Q. Just look at their labels and you'll you'll find who who you like. Dude, do you know any of these names? No. Do you remember how many names we used to know? Yeah, I mean, we like we used to know it was a lot. Everyone we used to knew, like we knew, like we knew. Remember, far uh, what was it? Um, Souls of Mischief. What were they? Se- far side. Yeah, but Souls of Mischief came. Were they from Seattle or somewhere? Oakland. Then Oakland started getting involved. Yeah, rap has changed so much, and now guys are rapping about their insecurities. Yeah, but bro, it's it it resonates with you. Whatever you're going through, it you Who's know. Who's the best of all time to you? Best of all time to me. I don't. I don't really have a best of all time. I mean. You can look at longevity. You can look at like Nas. Like Nas is really wow, just like Jesse loves Nas. Yeah, Nas, Nas is really good. Now people they'll pit him against Jay Z because he doesn't have the success. But like Nas is like still really good. Like Ether, he smacked Jay Z in the face with that. You know, like he did. So it's like Jay Z definitely won. Uh, Jay Z won the career. Yeah, battle. Jay Z won. Nas the career. definitely won the Hennessy commercial. Battle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 he definitely won that. I mean, he, he got sponsors. I mean, yeah. he, he may not be able to get the VIP of the club, but best believe his drink that he sponsors will be in that VIP. Um, but yeah, man. But like, I, I understand it from your perspective because now 
hip hop now just deals with whatever the problems that the young people are going through. Yeah. And if you see little Nas X walking on the Met Gala looking like a sexy three P three three PO, it's like okay, what's going on here, yeah. guy? Like he's pregnant, trying to promote an album. It's like all right, I understand that because that's kind of too much for me to understand. Because <laughs> it's like yo, dog, like yeah. I'll listen to your music, but do I have to watch you get a C section? Like is that really? <laughs> it's like is that really necessary, dog? Right, like right, but yeah, right. but you know that's but what, that's not just hip hop. That's everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that, that's people putting a, a young black man who's a part of the LGBTQI community, they're putting them on the forefront so they can get more exposure and things like that, which I understand that's, that stuff is great. You need representation. I also think it's just the times now where people are increasingly trying to be more outrageous. Yeah. Because when you look at the Met Gala outfits this year, it almost looked like... Um it looked like the Hunger Games. Yeah. Or like... No, it always kind of Remember the movie where Chris Tucker was... Come on, man. He was... Uh, oh, yeah. You know, the Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Come yeah. on. And everyone had those crazy outfits. It's yeah. almost like that's what outfits look like now. That's what, because they, that's what they go for at the Mandela. Yeah. Like, what's the style now? Like, I see New Balance. Mm -hmm. So that's like full circle. Because mm -hmm. New Balance were cool when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, where is there to go now besides like fucking wearing a paper bag or a dress people always try to be innovators or if they can't Even your haircut it seems like we've run out of shit because your haircut speaking of de la soul um that's dude in de la soul had that haircut yeah. like there's no new haircut well we because think about it like this when we were kids the flat top the flat top was originated yeah like it's like it was like a totally new thing even hip-hop was a music that was a totally new thing skateboarding Mm -hmm. Was a totally new thing. It was a white like, thing. It was a white thing, but yeah. then black hits started doing it. Yeah, remember toward like shout out Terry Kennedy. He yeah. got arrested, <laughs> and there was like new things being invented. I, when's the last time a new thing? I don't was know. invented. I think innovation is the line where it's like it's crazy that people don't understand it. I mean, you got black kids now that are getting gold links and, and gold change in their in their hair now. Like they're getting implanted. Like right. little Uzi Vert got a diamond in his head. It's right. like I'm trying to be different, but then when you when the first pioneer does that, it's like okay, you set the standard for it. Now I can elevate. So like right. people are gonna go around. Are we gonna all put the, yeah, people are gonna go around having Drew's, Drew's chains in his head. Like <laughs> I mean, they're gonna have Jesus crosses coming out their head. So like that's it's new, innovations. That, that's what that's what that's what'll be like. Maybe my daughter will end up just having a diamond on her face. Yeah. Yeah. You know? that, That's maybe where it goes. These are the things. And if you want to see innovation, you can just go to Bushwick, Brooklyn, and you'll see it. Like, I yeah. mean, I was at a show last night. Yeah, I, they're doing it. And but, I, but it's very retro. But it, a, a girl had a tiara on her head. Like, she had it, the, like the diamonds imprinted on her head. Really? Like, yeah. And it, it looked wild. I was like, it was like, and she was like, yeah, I bought it off of Etsy. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Ew. So they weren't even real diamonds. No. Yeah, because MGK was like wearing pearls on his face. Yeah, and because it's, it's like there's the nothing else now. to do. Yeah, we're in the age now where it's like those people are crazy. And then do you think we'll ever get no. to a point where the style is just like people just put on um, a, a full hijab, like a body hijab? <laughs> like you, if you go to like the, the VMAs in like 2040, they'll just that'll be a style. I don't know. Like, I mean. The people in Kabul might have something to say about that. But, I mean, if they keep on working out in that uh, U.S. Embassy gym, they might have something to say about it. I mean, yeah. they're well, going to come over here with guns, and they're going to be not on their hips, but it's going to be on their arms. Or maybe it's like people just stop wearing clothes. Maybe just people that show That could be naked. another thing. They, I mean, or maybe we just change sexes. That's the last thing to do. Maybe that's why that's happening so much now is because it's the only thing left to do is, like, live your first half as a boy, and then you become a girl as fashion. Yeah, you switch like it you up. you wear it as fashion. Yeah, you go at halftime, you go to the locker room, and you change outfits. That's what you got to do. <laughs> that's what you got to do. But, yeah. like, a lot of people, they either innovate or they get... Or they get lazy. Like you, I can't tell you the amount of girls that I've seen in the city currently, yeah. right now, that look like Lizzie McGuire. 
Right. They literally dressed like, I mean, you might, you know, Lizzie McGuire, right? Yeah, kind of. But I'm not, it, it, legally, it, I'm not supposed to oh, know Lizzie McGuire. Uh, of course. Of You're course. asking, a, you know, middle-aged right, yeah, guy. You know, I, I'm, I'm talking to Giannis Papas, like, like Chris yeah. Leah, my bad. Yeah, I was like, I, mean, I was watching it last night. I can't say that. Yeah, no, but, but like. I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah, it was a yeah. Disney Channel show in the early 2000s with Hilary Duff, and she had a certain way that she dressed. Is she the one that's gone crazy? No, that's. Uh, no, that's that's Britney Spears. Britney Spears crazy, but also, no. Amanda Bynes. I mean, yeah. When you, I like to do Amanda Bynes check in. Someone's got to check it on Dan Schneider because that guy, I mean, he had a man, the producer for like all the Nickelodeon shows. Yeah. That guy had Amanda Bynes go crazy. The next thing you know, Drake Bell is touching kids in Mexico. So someone needs to crack down on Dan Schneider. Who's Drew, who's, who's, who's Drew Bell? Uh, Drake, Drake Bell? Yeah, who's that? He So he originally started off uh, doing the Amanda Bynes show yeah. with, uh, with Amanda Bynes and Josh Peck. And then after that show, Josh Peck and Drake Bell got their own show called Drake and Josh, uh-huh. which is pretty popular on Nickelodeon. But uh-huh. Dan Schneider... It's called Schneider's Bakery. He's the guy that produces all those shows, and that's that's strike two. So yeah. if one more, if 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 Josh Peck goes to Israel and starts murking women, we're gonna have a problem, Dan Schneider. Okay, so we get it. Someone's gonna have to look into him. By the way, Josh Peck watches his podcast. So how you doing, Josh? Peck? Yo, shout out Josh Peck. We had the same birthday, November tenth. Salute to you, my dog. So wow, yeah. That, so yeah, people who. Are under him have really fallen apart. Yeah, they, Josh Peck is the last one. We're gonna find something out about Josh Peck. Yeah, I mean you gotta step step away from the industry as much as you can. Yeah. All right, just go go somewhere in Austin and sell ivermectin. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, but Rogan's probably gonna be there. He's gonna buy it up. Yeah, but um, yeah, there are, there are a lot, it was like a late show, Lizzie McGuire in two thousand four, and like there are so many girls that I see in the city now that dress like that right. because like it's what they know, it's their childhood, but they revert. You right. you either go forward and you innovate and get called crazy, or you just fall back into what you're comfortable right. and what you know. You right. know. So so like those are two things. Right, 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 right. I just yeah. I guess what we were talking about before is the new things like putting diamonds in your face or doing uh, dressing like they were dressing at the Met Gala because mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff has been done. But then also fashion could be cyclical because the the women now like the, the style is back to the nineties. Yeah, with the baggy clothes. Yeah, and then that was popular in like the seventies for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then like yeah, it's interesting how it's cyclical. It's cyclical, but. New things will be invented. It's just weird that nothing new. There hasn't been like a new music that's been invented. A new, I guess, comedy's you, new. I guess this whole internet thing is new. Yeah, podcasts yeah, are new. yeah. That we're, we're kind of in it now. Yeah. Like a lot of people say that Kanye kind of created the, a new gospel rap with like Don the album that I came like, out. I like Kanye. Yeah, it, it, I don't it's, like listening to him. Yeah, I can't understand what he's saying. And a lot of people give me shit for that because they tell me he's this fucking visionary. I believe he's an incredible musician. Yeah. I love his music. But his fucking shoes look like people tires. No, yeah. I only like one of the shoes. Those, you tell uh, me you're wearing those. They look like they're Crocs. I only hurt. like the shoes that Drew has on. I like those. But besides that, yeah. They look like the shoes that the, the, the people... It looks like the shoes that the people in the desert in Star Wars would wear. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they look like shoes... They look like shoes that... If ducks could choose to wear shoes, yeah. they'd wear those shoes. Yeah. Let me see those... If you, put see, those shoes, I mean, if you put those shoes on, you're going to be chasing a young Anakin Skywalker. That's dude, what's going to happen. Do you really like those shoes? No, I, li- I like the bulkiness of them. I like those. Yeah. They're like moon shoes. Yeah, I don't. Those look but like, the, the, for me, those look like a, like an 85-year-old guy in a retirement home should be wearing those, and they should be on a wheelchair. No, those are nice, but your, yours are nice, too. There ain't nothing wrong Just with Rod Laver. Yeah, you're classic. There's nothing wrong. I mean, you look like you have Stavros on your shoes right now. That guy with the... Yeah, that's yeah. that's Rod Laver. Yeah. But it does look like Stavros, right? Yeah. There's, but there's these not, are Rod Laver's. Now, are these in style? These have always been those, no, classics. Those, no, those, Rod Laver's. Yeah, but it's at the end of the day, it's all about how you coordinate. If you, right. If your color's on, you know, just like John Witherspoon, you got to coordinate. If you come out the house with, like, basketball... If 
if you go if you go around looking like Adam Sandler, then yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a problem. Right. But if you can coordinate like you like you do like right now, you're good. So you can you can wear any type of shoe. You, you know, it doesn't really matter. But. Now, okay, you grew up in Long Island. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. How black is your family? We got a Eugene name. I want to know about your family gatherings. How many family reunions have you been to mm -hmm. in the South? Yeah. Or at, and or at those reunions is the food in tin pans on a line. Okay. A so we don't go to the South, but we go to the second blackest place on earth. We go to the Bronx. All right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, see, the thing about, the thing about it is my father married a Puerto Rican woman. And, ah. and my uncle David, he married a Puerto Rican woman. Ah. And my aunt married a black man, and he unfortunately, unfortunately passed away of cancer. But she remarried to a white dude who's seventy two named Stan. So now, now you got a little bit of everything in your family. Yeah, I got. Yeah. I, you got I, a little bit of all of New York in your family. Yeah, I, I don't. I forget his name. I don't even know his name is Stan. But he's seventy five. Like he fell asleep on the Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I, I, I swear. To, I told him. Is he's Jewish, Stan. I'm not sure if he, yeah. I'm not, not sure if his name, but he's white and he's really old. Like, he's white, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he had to take a nap during. The, white and very old is basically Jewish. Yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> it, it's 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 pretty black. Like you know, we have Frankie Beverly playing at the family reunion, but <laughs> okay. sometimes uh, Tony Rosario will get played as well. Okay, yeah, All right, yeah. Cause you know, like we got the rice and beans, we got the mac and cheese. Oh, and you then, got a little mix, but mac and cheese is that's a staple. Yeah, at a at a black party, that's a staple. Yeah, but there's got to be a mac and cheese. But then also we we take like some white foods and we and we make it better. Like my mom makes a great cabbage. She'll put some kielbasa cabbage? in it and some kielbasa and chorizo. And then my mom makes a really good potato salad too. Potato salad's also that's a black party too. Yeah, potato salad. But, but a chorizo and cabbage. Chorizo and cabbage, son. Like, that's like I'll, fucking I'll, German. No, I'll, I can bring some to you if you want. Yeah, yeah, around Thanksgiving. Yeah, kielbasa. you know. Yeah. Slow me. You know, I think um, black people don't get enough. I don't know if it's black people who did this, but collie greens made that way. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite vegetable. Yeah. I would eat more greens if it was collie greens every day. Collard greens are really good. They I, do it I, with like, they put the pig in there. Yeah. And then it's like, is it vinegar in there or something that gives it yeah, that? Yeah, it's vinegar. You got to put the right, yeah. vinegar and collard greens is just like garlic with the Italians. All right. You, you got <laughs> to, yeah. you, you, you got to, you got to slice it thin. You yeah. got to slice it real thin. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's really uh, like a staple. Collard greens are under, is an underrated vegetable. Collard greens. And to me, I know a lot of people don't like it, but stewed okra, that's like a real South thing. I right. love stewed okra. I love right. the texture of it. I love the taste. It's really, I've had really it, good. But yeah. for me, collard greens, number one. Collard greens, number yeah. one. I, underrated. Like collard greens, you can only get them at barbecue restaurants or like a, a, a black family's party. They have a great texture. That's, you great can't, there's taste. no like yeah. fancy collard greens. Yeah. Like, why can't you go to, like, a five-star restaurant only, and there's yeah, collard greens? You can only get to the barbecue, a family reunion, or Andrew Schultz's house. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only three places you get it. Yeah. But, like, seriously, like, you go to, like, a fancy restaurant, it's always, like, spinach or asparagus. Yeah. White guys love asparagus. Yeah, they love asparagus. They I love mean, asparagus. You, you love your pee to be radioactive. Like, that is one thing that white guys love. I mean, you smell like dogs and your pee smells like they're pissed, too. Like, I mean, come on. We do smell like dogs. No. Yeah. Because I've gotten that smell. I've walked into a, a wet bar. I mean, not a wet bar. I've walked into a, like a hipster bar. <laughs> wet bar. A wet bar where they serve alcohol. I've walked into like a hipster bar. Like it, maybe it's like the facial hair. We do smell like wet dogs. Yeah, there's yeah. like, there's something about your You guys your smell pores. like lotion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I walk you got a better, you got more, you have a more, it's a more uh, aromatic smell. Yeah. Right before I came in here, I rubbed shea butter and jojoba oil on my neck. Like. <laughs> You best believe I wasn't going to come in here smelling like ass. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Why, maybe it's because we don't use lotion. You, yeah, you well, got, we should. You use lotion just because you can't see the ashiness doesn't it's mean there. it's not there. It's not All there. All right? Yeah. 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 
That's true. White people don't. I don't. I use. I use just a bar of soap. Mm-hmm. I don't use moisturizer. I don't use facial cleaner. I use bar ivory soap, and it's the same soap I put in my ass. I put on my face. No, dude, you're that's doing not the, good. You're doing the bare minimum. I need yeah. you to bump that up. You, I need you, you to do, bump that do up. Do you do washcloth? I do washcloth. Yes, I, do. I did. I did not realize. It's very funny. I did not realize that that was a black thing until I won. Went to my white friend's house, but also too until I watched the episode of History of Hyenas. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh yeah, you know, black people use washcloths." And I'm like, "Why would you just put the raw bar soap on your skin exactly. and expect that to be clean? Like that doesn't make sense." I remember you said like you used the washcloth, you wiped your ass with it because you didn't know what to do. But like, <laughs> but but like, bro, like you gotta get the dirt off. I'm not gonna put a raw bar of soap, son. It's like that's like giving your that's like saying that you love your wife before uh, she goes into surgery and you just kiss her on the forehead. Right. Like if you don't get your fucking lips over here and really tell me that you love me, bro. Like it's like it's such a it's such a weird thing. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. Listen, I think you're right. I think what obviously having a washcloth that you can wash in the washing machine and then use again. Yes, and put the soap not on the bar. That's the cleaner way to do it. I've always wondered why I got a rash all over my body. I think part of the reason is because I'm using the same yep. soap bar yep. from my ass on my face. Yeah, you got you to separate that. I was not aware that. there was another way until I went to one of my black friends' house, probably Jaha Johnson, going back fourth, fifth grade. He used the washcloth. I didn't even know how to use the washcloth. Yeah. He gave me, I slept at his house and he gave me the washcloth and I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. I dried off with it. Yeah, it's I weird. didn't take it into the shower. I mean, but- I'm sorry to the Johnson family, but I used that bar of soap on my ass. I didn't put it on the washcloth. Only later did I realize that you had to take the soap, rub the soap from the bar on the washcloth, and use the washcloth. You got to get dried it. My, I dried myself. With the, I was like, oh, they must, black people must use small towels. And I just went like that and patted myself down. <laughs> I it probably know. it probably looked like someone's first night in jail showering. Yeah. Like they were so uncomfortable. <laughs> but like I mean, but you washing but it's a true thing. Like you washing white your don't face. Use washcloths. They they don't. I don't black know why people use washcloths. White people don't. And use it's, a, it's a loofah too. They use loofahs. Yeah. 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 It's like I don't want to feel like a sea, sea urchin's on my neck. Like get, right. get that out of That's here, dude. Plastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we're using the same washcloth that you use on your face and that you use on your ass might work for you because you look young. So maybe. <laughs> So maybe it's working, you know, maybe, yeah. it's, so maybe the secret to success in youth is like dingleberries for you. I well, don't know what it is. They say black don't crack, but Greek don't leak, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that it was, uh, you know, it's educational to know that. I think the washcloth is probably the number one way to, to bathe. Yeah. So, now, you've been doing... Hold on a second, it's my brother. Let me just... It's the, it's the, uh, the oldest one? The middle oldest one. The middle? One. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you you started doing comedy in college. You've been doing it six years now. Yes, sir. You, how does that change? You're starting now, so everything's internet. Mm-hmm. Every, you've been doing it six years, so that's basically you started in 2015. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. Sorry, who cares? This is a budget production. We um. Do you focus on the internet now? What does the live performance even mean to you? No, the live performance, it's like, so like I started making videos on Vine in high school, like my senior year, and I love that. So you started on Vine. Yeah, I started on Vine. That's a new thing. Just like uh, Andrew, like King Batch and like uh, Logan Paul. Who's massive now. Really massive. King Batch is massive. Yeah, Yeah. and they use that to their their advantage, like Logan Paul and Jake Paul, you know, things like that. I started on that and like I, I found my love for like doing sketches and then when I got to school like I, I declared theater I got into plays and then I started doing stand-up I was like wow I like really love this and to find that mesh up now like right now I'm using it both I'm, I'm using like the online and the live performance because I don't want to get a, a following and then have them come out and then them be disappointed 
Like the the live aspect is Smart. as the live aspect is as important. But you're thinking of like I want to build the audience, and then when they yeah, see yeah, me because, live, I'll have the skills to yeah back it up. It's all about yeah. presence, dog. You either gonna see me on a stage or you are gonna see me on your phone. But either yeah. way, you are gonna see me. Right. Like so, like if if I, if I can, and that can improve because you see all these companies like Shane Gillis, great great special by the way, bro. I, I DM'd you, you didn't respond, but it's okay. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a, he's a funny kid. He's really yeah. really funny. It's a really great special. But when you see him perform, you're like, yo. Every one of his bits yeah. could be a sketch. Right. So once you realize the interchangeable, how interchangeable that can right. be, right. it makes it so much easier. So like, I'm online, bro. I, I make the sketches. You know, I, I have like PSAs that I do, but also I take the stage as important. Right. And once I do one, like I'm furthering myself in the other. Right. So it goes hand in hand. You know. Right. Right. Because uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know if they'll. I don't know if there will be big standups anymore. I don't no. know if they'll be like, so like you know, somebody sees a special of yours and then that's how they know you. Yeah. It's like they'll watch your special if they know you from yeah. your clips, your podcasts, your jokes, your vines. Or, they, or, or yeah. like if it, or if your special makes a big enough noise, which like Shane Gillis is, a lot of people are talking about on But YouTube. he was making sp sketches first. Yeah. So but like you, he, built, you, he had the podcast. He had an audience that he came yeah, in. Yeah. And at that point, you can't blame the player. You got to blame the game because the people are not. I used to get mad when. I was making like sketches three years ago and I'm like, yo, this is pretty good writing. And then I see guys like uh, Supreme Patty. You remember that guy, Drew? Yeah. With the pimples all over his face. He would go on to Walmart and like throw a milk carton up in the air and splash everywhere. That shit would get like three million views. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, bro, that pissed me off so much because yeah. I'm putting so much work into this shit yeah. and you're going to watch this this fucking guy? Yeah. This, this pizza face over here? You're going to watch him? Yeah. So that got me so mad. But when I, once I realized, yo, you got to like pay attention to both. Yeah. You know? Because funny is funny. There's a lot of stand up comics. You go on the Instagram page and it's just pictures of them doing stand up like, Oh, I'm a stand-up purist. I'm like, yeah, guy, but you got 400 followers, <laughs> yeah, all right, and yeah. two of, and like 100 of them is like your grandma's friends from the from the book club. Right. So like, right. you you got to put in some work, you know, and, and it has to be it has to be balanced. But yeah. that's why I like I'm around like OGs like Talon Harris, like the OG talent. Like yeah. he he, I'm around him a lot. I try to learn from like so the it's greats, a little bit bro. of both. You try to yeah. make a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Supreme Patty. I mean, if he wanted to be on this podcast, I would kick you off in a second. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. I, mean, I understand. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you're Patty, gonna, he, come squirt some water. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? He squirts lemons in his eyes. Yeah, he yeah. does something like that. I best believe you're gonna lose some diversity <laughs> hires for, in this room. I mean, but I would trade the numbers for the diversity hires. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm yeah, if I want if I want this podcast to get picked up by a network, I'm gonna show them this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is now. It's like you kind of like, you know, it's like the industry's definitely gone diverse. And then the Internet has definitely gone alt right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Very alt right, yeah, if bro. If you want to do a podcast, you got to say you don't believe in the vaccine. <laughs> or, that's it, bro. You, you got to go. You go woke. I mean, the world's gone fucking crazy. You got you have to have a qualm. There has to be a fight. There has to be some type of standard where there is like a frat there's like a, a fission yeah. or a fraction yeah. and you have to capitalize on that space in the middle of it yeah. so no matter what you do there's got to be something oh shit you have to make a oh shit moment yeah and people are fucking dumb so oh shit moments are going to be dumb shit yeah. yeah are straight kids still being born <laughs> <laughs> like you know i walked past like two 12 year olds the other day and they were arguing about football and i was like okay straight kids are still being born all right but I'm not sure. I'm a, I'm a far way away from high school. And I mean, college. but you just had a daughter, right? I just had a daughter. So is she? I is she? she, I is think she, she straight? I think she might be. Bobby, the, my only advice to you is keep that kid away from a Hannah Gatsby special. That's the only <laughs> thing I can say to you. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what like. Yeah, 
Straight kids are still being born. Yeah, straight kids are still being bo- born. I mean, you know, uh, some of it, some of it is like representation. Like they, yeah. they want to be heard. You know, yeah. and I, that's something that I can understand because I saw the effect of like you know Black Panther had on like because I was in college and you know I, I saw like the big roar of like black representation and black power. So that's yeah. important to people. Yeah. But people want to be heard. You know, and once yeah. once they're heard and they they have their little their little niche, it'll be like all right, cool. Yeah. But like if you deny them and keep on denying them, they're like okay, I'm up this. I'm right. I'm keep on up in this, and the next thing you know, Little Nas X is cheeks out on the Met Gala. Right. So like, you you just gotta. Show. I'm not bothered by Little Nas. X. I'm not either. Yeah, because like you know, I'm not even. You're, you're doing you're doing. You. I feel like Little Nas X will make you gay if you're gay. <laughs> I you know like if Little Nas X is pregnant and stuff like that. Like you just can't catch gay that way. Yeah, you, you know can't. what I'm saying. Like you don't just see Little Nas X, and then you go. Okay, I'm just I, I want to bang dudes now. You mm-hmm. know, you just say, oh, "All right, like there's a dude who's pregnant. He's doing some wild shit. He's, you know, Madonna did that too. Like mm-hmm. in that era, Madonna was doing like the shocking thing. Yeah, you know, uh, at the time she was like horning it up and like, you know, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way, but I mean like she was doing edgy stuff and being mm-hmm. sexual or whatever she was doing. That like she she did that video. Remember the video with the, that black actor who's a great actor and remember she was like like a prayer that video Mm -hmm. and it caused like because jesus was black and that made people in an uproar so she was pushing buttons and pushing better i just see him doing the same thing you know like you're 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 harping on what you see is vulnerable in society which is like as a marketer that's what you want yeah you're paying attention to the game and you're going to elevate yourself same thing same thing that tech uh six nine did same thing that trump did like he he saw he saw the holes in the game he put his foot in it and he climbed to the top and he stepped on people to get there yeah and you know now now he's he's at where he's at yeah no he the kid the kid was an entertainer he was he definitely moved merch he moved merch yeah he's he def- moved merch I mean, with cheeto fumes he did <laughs> yeah 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 he's definitely got cheeto fumes definitely um yeah but Lil Nas X he's like kind of, it's like kind of artistic what he's doing I guess in a way yeah he's yeah. artistic and like that's that's the beauty of it like once you see like oh this person cares about what yeah. they're doing they're not just doing it to be a hack so no. your generation is a lot more open minded when it comes to like I'm open minded sexuality it, yeah, it, it, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't bother me you know like a lot of the old people, like my dad, my dad's first question when he sees a new superstar, it's not what's their name. It's like, are they gay, Jared? Right. That's what he says. Like, are they gay, Jared? Well, from his perspective, he, he like he probably like the joke I just made. He probably be like, are there any straight kids being born? Anymore? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's like it's like that's because he comes from another era. He comes from another another era. But it's like you always focus on gayness and you always ask about gayness. But then I think when you get older, you just end up being gay. Because right. my father would be like, yeah, is he gay, Jared? And he just does gay things. <laughs> like I I, I walked. He was barbecuing the other day. I was like, hey, dad, what you making? He turned around, looked me in the eyes. He goes, salmon. I said, okay, <laughs> guy, what the. F- <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You're worried about Lil Nas X, but you're saying salmon like that. Well, because, yeah, I mean, the testosterone does drop. It so, does drop. It does know, drop. It does drop. So it's like, yeah, we do become a little gay. Like, yeah. Even staying in and watching TV is a little gay. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm just going to, like, stay in, yeah. get some hot cocoa, and watch some TV. You're like, I mean, my father owns a fanny pack. In the beginning, that's probably because he wanted to hide his gun, but now he just wants a fanny pack. You know? So, like, your dad loves Puerto Rican pus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. That Was that your mom or the second one? Your mom's Puerto Rican? My mom's Puerto Rican, yes. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a good, that's a New York family. It is. It's very New York. There's a few families, you know, if you told me what you are, I could tell you where you're from. Mm-hmm. If someone tells me they're Jewish Italian, I know they're from New York. Yeah. If someone tells me uh, they're Polish, I know they're either from New York or Poland. Yeah, it's like food. It's yeah. like food. If, if, 
If someone says, yeah, I put chili on my pasta, you know they're from Cincinnati. You know they're from Cincinnati. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If someone tells me uh, their father's black, their mother's Puerto Rican, I'm like, you're from New York. Yeah. Because there's only Puerto Ricans in like three or four places. Yeah. Puerto Ricans are like, Puerto Ricans are rare. They're like truffles. Mm-hmm. You really, they, there's only like Orlando, all the places where I sold tickets, basically. Orlando, uh, we're talking about a lot of Puerto Ricans. Mm-hmm. Orlando, Springfield, Massachusetts, which is one a lot of people don't know about. With basketball over there. Yeah, basketball yeah. Hall of Fame, but a lot of Puerto Ricans as well. Yeah. Springfield, um, um, Orlando, New York. Of course. Those are the three big ones. Then you have like little Chicago's got some. Obviously, Miami has some. Uh, and don't forget the ones that are mistaken for Mexicans at the border. Those two. Yeah. But really, it's those three is where the and Puerto Rican. There's more Puerto Ricans in New York than there are in Puerto Rico. Yeah, there's more Jews here than there are in Israel. Well, yeah, Puerto Ricans and Jews are like that's that's the combo. That's, like, a, that's when, a New when, York spice. When that, that combo yeah. comes together, it's like I know you own knives, but you're afraid to use them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you have like anxiety about them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's uh, Puerto Ricans. It's a very New York Puerto Ricans because a lot of places have black people, a lot of places have white people. Mm-hmm. New York is it, that sprinkle Puerto Rican is like what makes New York kind of that New that New York essence. That's that, what gives yeah, it the it's grit. A mi- yeah, we have such a mix of that. Like uh, it's really Jewish, black, Italian. The Irish don't contribute anything to the culture. No, they're just cops. No, and they sit at bars. Yeah, but it's like culturally, I would go black, Puerto Rican. Jews, Italian is New York culture. But like, but a lot. Would you say that that's New York culture? That is, but like Irish do have, because Irish represent the police. And like now with everything that's going on, the police are like so big, especially with Trump. Like when you're going, when you're driving. No, I mean up, like culturally, like, uh, like the yeah, feel of yeah, the culture. But like, I feel like police have become embedded within like the New York culture, like that, like Italian culture. Cause like Irish, Irish were the first cops in, in america right so like yeah that's how and you know that's how you know uh being a cop is a tough job because all they do is drink now right. so like that's not that's how you know it's stressful but i feel like irish now it's like because of the police insurgents and like how big the back the blue and things like that i feel like that's starting to encroach on the new york culture as well yeah but i i know what you're saying but i meant yeah. like the culture like um, yeah of course you're of from course. new york yeah of course that's that's the new like york attitude like if you leave new york like the new york attitude the new york flavor yeah. has those flavors on yeah. the irish is in there but the irish like if we were to do ingredients the the irish is like a it's like a ingredients you don't really taste that much mm-hmm. like if you were making a if you were making mac and cheese Irish are like the pasta. Yeah. It's like a plain pasta. Yeah. Then like the black is like the cheese and the Jews are like uh, another cheese. Yep. And then the butter is maybe the Italians. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like the Irish is like the one that's like, you're like, what is Irish culture? Yeah. And they're just like, we don't even know. And the Puerto Ricans are the Sasson on top. Yeah. Puerto Ricans is just like gives you a little bit of that clang, clang, clang. Yeah. And then um, it, it is a, it's a gritty hip-hop black, Italians, the food and the fuck you. What are you doing? Yeah. that yeah. All that combined, I think that is like the best way. That's what makes us New Yorkers. That's what makes us gritty. And also all those coming together, it just prepares us for the world. It prepares us to be observant of our surroundings. It prepares us to not trust people and, you know, always have that, that aspect because all those things put together, they're, they're struggling that. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're struggling yeah. the Italians and the blacks and the Puerto Ricans. On the and, way up. Yeah. And Jewish. Yeah, but yeah, like, they were all working class. Uh, they complement each other. They were all with working class ethnicities that kind of mm-hmm. came up at different times. Black people now coming up. Mm-hmm. This is like the black people are now, black people are getting money. Yeah. It's like the, it's like your time right now. Yeah. You know? It's my time. I think I'm on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah, none of those ethnicities had your obstacles. No. So black people doing well considering those obstacles. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, 
that's, you know, it's like that Louis C.K. joke is the best. Where he goes, like, when you talk to white people about slavery, they always add, like, a Yeah, they always to it. add the years. It's like, that was, like, 800 years ago. You're like, that dude was 150 years ago. That's two old people living back to back. That was, like, 400 years ago. You know how many times I've heard that? People go, that was 400 years they ago. They want like, you to forget about it. It wasn't even close to 400 years ago. They always want you to forget about it. They, and then Chris Rock had that great joke. You know, up to about 1965, 60, depending on when your town wanted to start acting right. <laughs> Which is true too. It wasn't like slavery. It was like a clean break, like a shit. And I think that was part of his joke too. Um, even Gillis, that was the Louis C.K. He's even, like, it wasn't like a cream break, like a slavery ending. And we like black. We love black people. Even Gillis's <laughs> new joke on his special, like he's talking about how like the Alabama was segregated up until the seventies, and then they played USC and they they lost bad. They were like, yo, we need black people now. So like, it's it's all it's all stipulations. So it's like you went black until you needed to. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah but like yeah, it's um every group's had their struggles. Um, coming up working class black people uh, you had a little extra struggle yeah extra a, little struggle. Bit, a little bit more yeah it was a struggle on top of a struggle mm -hmm. it was a little bit more yeah um so to, yeah the world's changed and a lot of uh everyone's complaining now mm -hmm. we live in a culture now where like everyone's kind of like that's kind of like a sexy thing to be like hey this is my my this is my story that's your way to put in your bid for acknowledgement yeah, yeah. it's like mm -hmm. And I, I, I don't know if I'm out of touch, but it's like, it seems like uh, a lot of those people don't have that much of a big problem now. No, I mean, you can't, like, it's still their problem, right? right. You, so you can't, you, oh, the kids in Hungary, the, the kids in Africa are hungry. It's like, okay, I don't know their life. This is my life. Right. But there is, it seems like to be a bid where it's like, you'll, you'll go on Instagram and it's like, oh, my, my skateboard wheels are not turning at the right rate. It's like, okay, dude, like my, my house just burned down. Right, right. Like there, there's, there's differences in between struggles. But like, that's the what people, people need that importance, man. They need right. that, I, this is mine. Right. I'm going to claim it. Right. And like, and like we were talking about before, people are innovating. So like when you innovate, you got to come up with new ideas to how you can get clout. Right. So, so it's like, yo, I, right. all right, if, if my if my dog being gay is not going to get some views, then how about my cat being gay? Right. Like, like, maybe maybe that's part of the fact. Maybe that's a new fashion thing. It's like it's part of what you're wearing. Yeah. You're going like, so what? How are you hurt? Mm -hmm. and you're like, here's let me let me tell you about my story. Mm -hmm. So my brother has special needs. Uh, my granddad was uh, born under Turkish enslavement. Uh, I have been discriminated. It's like it's like a game of a voice. It's yeah. like the game. Of, it's like uh, the show The Voice when people keep listing, listing all their problems yeah, and then yeah. someone's in the chair is like oh brother's gay okay I'm gonna turn around and it's like, <laughs> yo that's funny dog that would be a funny sketch yeah when we did the voice based on like people people saying their problems like how much they were oppressed and you go like yeah because brother's gay okay he's got it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious dude that would be a hilarious yeah. sketch yeah. oh that's funny that is so fucking funny but you and, then, and then you get you get mentored by somebody who's Who's like, uh, you get mentored by like, who would be like a good mentor, like AOC or so, like somebody who would really, you turn around, and there's Elon Omar going, I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> come in, come in. Let me talk to you. Yeah. But yeah, even like, even with AOC, like her wearing the tax, the, the rich, uh, rich dress on the Met Gala, it's like, okay, you're trying to put your level of importance because you know what you, you're. She actually made it fashion. Yeah. She, she actually did what I'm talking about. Yeah. She, like she actually literally embodied it. She made it fashion, but also she's very hyper aware at the type of event that she's at yeah. and the type of narrative that she pushes. So even for that, you have people talking about your name. No, ain't, ain't no such thing as like bad. Um, 
uh, bad publicity. Right. It's good publicity. You get people talking publicity, your name. Publicity, so you yeah. have a dress on tax the rich when you talking about giving EBT out to everybody. Right. It's like, yeah, tax the rich. The only thing that got taxed that night was my piece because she was looking good. Okay. <laughs> she's looking it good. It was really funny. She's getting she's getting really dunked on now by the right and yeah. left. People wanted to create OnlyFans now. Le- the left the left is dunking on her too because of that present vote where she just voted present on the on the on the um the Israeli dome. Uh the what is it called? The Iron Dome thing. So she's getting dug up the left. But the thing about the dress thing was, was it was just, it was funny. Like if you talk to someone who loves AOC and you told them, okay, this is what, this is what is going on there. Mm -hmm. I don't even think they would take it in as like, cause she, she, people were saying it was ironic, right? Or people said it was, uh, what was it? They were saying hypocritical, but what was it? It was irony, right? Yeah. So like, and then she did that video where she put irony behind her. Was that the word irony? And she was like, yeah, people yeah, said it was yeah. ironic, she, but it's she's not like, ironic. Yeah. And you're like, no, yeah. that's it was ironic. Yeah, it was. Because um, you were you were wearing a dress called Tax Rich. You were at an event that was very rich. Your designer um, is dating a guy whose father is a billionaire. Yeah. He's like some billionaire heir. And like what makes it even more ironic is the designer of your dress, her company, doesn't pay taxes. So her companies to pay taxes, so it's a it's a it's a very ironic thing, and it's it's almost like she she was she's wearing it's almost like like I said before it almost is like it's become fashion like AOC kind of wears yep. whether it's true or not yep. she wears that kind of um, cause as part of her fashion mm-hmm. and to the fact we're at the Met Gala she actually manifested it where she was wearing like a tax the rich dress she, she pushes she had it. a political slogan on her dress but made by a real designer it's all about so it was elevation. Like real fashion yeah it's all about elevation you gotta find ways to innovate and in how you can get your, your name out there and you know get your cause out there but you know yeah, put putting tax to rich. That was a pretty smart move. Like maybe I should wear my tweets on my shirt. Like maybe it's, like who you well, are. I be- mean, I mean, don't do that because <laughs> like, like I mean, some of your tweets are wild. So yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but it's like maybe that's where it's headed. It's like like what who you the 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 avatar you create of who you are, whether it's true or not. It needs to, it the, needs the, to embody your whole. And spirit. maybe it actually ends up starting to be on you. Yeah, like your words become like, your skin. Yeah, maybe it's like. You know, so did we just write a Hollywood script together? I think we did. Oh yeah. my God. Either that or we just started a fashion line. Where, yeah, beat that, Andrew Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we just started a fashion line where Shane Ghost will just have a shirt that says. <laughs> <laughs> Legion, of Skunk, Legion of Skanks will just have shirts that say, We freely say that word. <laughs> And then, you know, you'll have other ones that go like, you know, anti this, anti that. Because like political slogans or whoever you say that you are, what you believe or whatever, it be, it's so ingrained in your brand now. Yeah. Like everyone's picked a brand mm-hmm. that it's almost like maybe the next logical step is they actually start wearing it. And, and it's that it's that psyche is like, this is my brand. I got to push it no matter what. How yeah. far can I push it? And, you yeah. know. These lines, there's going to be a lot of lines that get crossed that people think it's crazy, but, you know, putting myself out there 24-7, how, like, that motivates people with, like, I was talking to Drew before he, he sells shoes, like, that introduced young people to stocks, like, StockX and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, 
focusing on money at a, at a young age, mm-hmm. it makes you say, okay, how can I make money even when I'm sleeping? How can my money make money? Mm-hmm. And that type of philosophy, when you apply it to a brand, it could become like, you know, okay, what's the levels that I can take this to? Right. So like that type of innovation, it started with like, you know, marketing and like business and shit like that. But that shit's going to, now with this new age, it's going to tumble into something different. Yeah. It's because that's almost like what we make now in this country is like your brand. Yeah. That's what you, you make you. Yeah. Everyone's like creating them. You create you. It's and then, like, uh, yeah. And it's not all true. It, it's uh, You create you that you wait for NBC that's destroy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the goal for you? What, you want to do like, you want to do internet stuff? I want to I want to be. Do it all. You want to do special. Yeah, I want to do it. I want to be self-sufficient. So I want to have a fan following. So knowing, doing that, I got to show. What did dad, your dad do? My dad was a cop. So your dad was a cop? Yeah. In the city? No, at Brooklyn Court, right there in Red Hook. Oh. 26 shit, years, yeah. a sergeant, yeah. So d- does he approve of you being a uh, comic? Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, it. my parents always told me that, you know. Uh, that you were that you were only funny and not smart. Like, <laughs> no. like my dad told me. My parents always told me that they wanted me to do what I wanted to do. Like, yeah. you know, your, your parents go make sure that your son or your, your daughter does better yeah. uh, than they do, you yeah. know. So, I mean, he was kind of shaky when he, first, when he first found out I wanted to act because he was like, are you gay, Jared? But then... <laughs> But but then he saw he saw he came to, he came to my uh, so school. So you got like a tough dad, and, and then you're yeah, like no, it, was, it wasn't tough. Like it was just like a uh, what are you gonna do with that? But like no, but he's tough. You dad. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. tough. He grew up in the Bronx and stuff yeah. like that. You yeah. know, um, but he he saw he saw my work and he believed in me and he, and he always encouraged me. Um, and which is like uh, again like going against like that Long Island culture. Like I think a lot of people strive to be their parents. A lot of kids in Long Island they yeah. strive to be what they see because that's that's comfortable. You right. know, you ain't gotta strive for nothing more than that. Right. But you right. know when. When you're living in like a town like mine, predominantly black, and then you see like the other side of Farmingdale, and you see the difference of lifestyles, yeah. you kind of want okay. There's more. There's something more than this than just this block, right? You know, right. like the the pimp butterfly, Kendrick Lamar. There's something more than the block, you know. So I want to. That is a very Long Island thing. Comfort yeah. and what the family family. It's, it's too comfortable. Like your bro. dad will, does your dad want you to like move into a house next to his? That's a big Long Island. My my dad wants me to move in with him right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> Because my parents got divorced and he was like, I might get rid of this apartment and I might move back in. And I'm like, oh, God, where am I going to film my podcast? I can't, just ha- I can't just have your Hanes on the drying rack as I'm saying a podcast. All right. So um, where's your mom live now? My mom. So my mom, she moved down the street from me because my, my grandfather, my grandfather passed on. My grandmother's in a nursing home. So right your now. dad and mom live still in the, live the same block. Yeah. My, my yeah. father lives two minutes away from me. He doesn't yeah. live on the same block. My oh, so mom, you live with your mom. No, I live by myself. So oh. like, yeah, I, I live at 23. Right? I'm trying to be I didn't move out till I was 28. I'm trying. I'm or trying. even 30. I don't even remember. I'm trying. I think I moved back in. <laughs> I mean, but, you, but you're Greek. You don't want to be far from your parents you know, anyway. We, just, we, we yeah. really do. We're just attached, especially yeah. to the mother. It's unhealthy. Yeah. You got to be close to those grape leaves. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. So like my, my mom moved out, you know, I'm controlling the house by myself right now, but you know, Finding that balance of responsibility, you know, I, I know there's something more to life, you know, yeah. there, there, there's something more to this. So, like, I want to do it all, man. I love acting. I want to be I want to be in movies. You know, I want to I want to have a following. I want to yeah. be able to have a connection right there, because at the end of the day, I like if I don't want to do nothing else, I want to be able to run my errands, enjoy my day and then head to a comedy club and kick right. some new jokes. I like that you put your errands first. What? You want to run your errands? Yeah, but on the top of the list were your errands. It's responsibilities, you're dog. You're a kid who like yeah, you're a kid. I, I gotta remind I gotta remind myself to get an oil change at AutoZone, bro. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal. Here's the fucking deal with a responsible kid right here. I got to. You may like you'd be like, hey, he he would say, hey, yo, yo, Jared, you want to come out? We're gonna go to this party tonight. He'd be like, okay. First of all, 
I gotta go to King Cutlet. <laughs> I gotta make sure I stock up the fridge. I gotta restock toilet paper. Yeah, and I gotta go to the post office. Yeah, I mean, I was almost late here because Slomans was giving me another re up on my gas. <laughs> <laughs> You're a kid. You, I love how you just running your errands was top of the list. Yeah, but you know when you get to that, like I'm a kid who wants to. I, like, when usually people are like, you know what? I, I want to take my shit to the next level. I want to do all that. You started with, I want to get my errands done, and then after I get my errands done, I want to live my dream. That's but, but my errands have to be done. <laughs> I gotta have a check on every single thing on that list because that's important. Like right now, I'm realizing that you know, in order to be a, a great comic, you got to be a great person. Like there's so many people that are not in check with their regular life. That they let themselves deteriorate, and that shows on stage. Like yeah. I was saying, but I don't want to be a Creek in the Cave comic. Right. I don't want to be saying by that. Creek, I, the Creek in the Cave comic. Every time I went there, it was like one forty in the morning. There was like sixteen buckets. People, people. The, the only thing that was illuminated in that place was 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 the pinball machines. Like no one was happy, and people were there downtrodden, sad, and they were like, "Yeah, this is the grind, bro. This is what you got to do to be great." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, bro! Right. Like you're bleeding from your eyes right now. Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Like I, I want to be so." well embodied with myself as a regular person when it comes to comedy I enjoy this shit right, right. it's not it's not like it's a not your life it's yeah, your job yeah it's not so my you want to have a happy life regular I, life a happy life and that and leads into leads like having a, having a great career I agree because I mean, struggle paying your struggle and paying your dues are two separate things paying your dues going to the open mics and you know yeah. you know writing the sketches and like writing the new jokes that's one thing but putting yourself in the struggle at 240 in the morning and in jackson heights queens or whatever just to do five minutes and no one's gonna pay attention to you dog come on bro yeah you can be doing other things like and that that's why you got to put your hand in everything bro yeah. it ain't no reason why you should be a, a comedian not be podcasting not be acting not be trying to like get into music or something yeah the show business is show business dog yeah I which think is something that harvey weinstein has showed us 10 times over <laughs> i think it's it's a little generational that whole like do everything, be at everything. Yeah, and uh, I think it's I think it's because everything is available, and maybe you need to kind of do it. It's available, but also that spirit. Talk about that's like we had to pick like one thing. Mm -hmm. It's like what are you gonna do? But that was before like you could do everything at once, you know. But you, so. you but you did it. Like you are you are an example of that, dude. Like I did, yeah, I did being it, porno. This, I did, yeah. <laughs> but like did. the things that you guys did with Ditch Films, like it was yeah. self sufficient and. and Maybe in the beginning you felt no one was rocking with it, but you did it because you we were, were too early. That was our thing. You were we too, were too early, early but yeah. you were building up your resume. And then when I did Rogan, I was spot. too late. I mean, listen. I mean, but you got on it twice. <laughs> got on it twice, but it's spot. You got on it twice. It looked like you rolled out of bed on both of those episodes, guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! His numbers. How really disheveled were you from that COVID test that it gives you? <laughs> <laughs> look like they stuck that shit all the way up your nose. You look fucking out of breath, son. I always look like I just rolled out of bed. Your right? blood pressure was like two forty over seventy, son. Sergio always says I'm, just, I, I'm disrespectful. Like I just show up and I look like I just rolled out of bed. I don't yeah. do my fucking hair. Yeah, I am disrespectful. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I always look like I'm not see, gonna see people. That's the Greek coming out of you. Yeah, I, Greeks are and Greeks are really. That's why you try to fight the cigarettes. Yeah, Greek guy. You're not gonna do. You're not gonna Greek dudes like an older Greek dude's door. Mm -hmm. He'll open the door. He'll just be in his underwear, sandals, yep. toenails will be out. I yep. mean, and he'll be dressed that way for four days. Mm -hmm. So we were disrespectful. I always dress like, like Grandpa. I, where are you going? I'm going through the church. I just go to church. Somebody I go to church. Yeah, I dress like I ran into people by accident. That's what I. I don't. <laughs> I don't dress like I'm gonna see people. I just. Oh, hey, I was just. Oh, running my, my fault, bro. My fault. Like, I was yo. going. I was going to meet Jared to, to run errands together. Cause I want to run errands with you. You want to run what errands? What kind of errands do you do? You want to go to Gunta Meat Farm so I can pick up a pack of. Uh, <laughs> so I can pick up some Impossible Beef. Do you enjoy running errands? No, I like. I like. I just find it very no, funny. I, you said you want to get your errands done first. That was that was for like. What's your favorite errand? That was for like me being in my sixties. Were you upset when they got rid of video stores because you couldn't return videotapes? 
<laughs> Were you like, how could they fucking, how could they take one errand from me? Nah, bro. I like uh, my favorite errand is grocery shopping right now. Like, I, like I, I love like, especially. Can I'm, you cook? Are you good cook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cook. I meal prep. You know, like I'm, I'm looking into. I try to eat vegan now, so like you know, I'll take care of yourself now. You don't have to struggle later. Right. But you know, but like finding finding my things and meal prepping and having that organization. Yeah. You know, and having white women looking looking at me weird when I'm picking up blueberries. Like that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like yo, the Kool Aid's over there. Like you, you know, you handle the produce and check yeah, to see what's yeah, fresh. You're yeah, you're one of those. I yeah. handle the produce, you, bro. So you, yeah, you're in. You want you you care about the food. Yeah, because I go shop and I just grab blueberries. I'm saying shit. You that become I, one of those. I'm you saying, handle the pro. You handle the produce. Yeah, you see what's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you shit that I never thought now. I would say before, son. <laughs> I'm picking up a strawberry like this has too many seeds. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm saying shit that I would never thought I would like, say. Like do you, do you turn the fruit to make sure it's fresh. Yeah, I turn. Yeah. If it has any bruises in there, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's this. two types of shoppers, really. Like the dudes who just bag it up quick, and the other ones. They they peruse. No, You're a I look, peruser. I look. Yeah, I'm a peruser. If my peach looks like it was been handled by Ike Turner, it's going back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, sir. So you do? Do you cook all types of stuff? Yeah, I usually like. I'll, I'll do like. Was your mom's good at like well, Puerto no, Rican yeah, food? No, my mom's really good at Puerto Rican. You food. You speak Spanish? No, I'm learning now. I'm learning now with, with Babbel, Babbel.com. I, I'm dead ass learning with Babbel. I'm not even kidding. With <laughs> oh, you you. I actually yeah. picked it up. Babbel. My promo code? Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Does your mom speak Spanish? Um, my mom, see, my mom, she understands it, but she doesn't speak it because right. my grandparents would talk in Spanish around her household right. just so the kids, my, me, my mom, and my uncle wouldn't understand what they were saying. Right. So they right. they were talking they shit. They didn't want you to learn it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right, right, so right. it was kind of like this this uh, taboo thing, but now right. my mom can understand it. You know, but I, I'm starting to learn it now because, you know, I, that's a part of my culture. Yeah. And I saw how much Tom Segura makes when he does his Spanish shows. So I'm trying to make that, too. Okay. Yeah, you got to lean into that. Yeah, I got to lean into it. Son. Yeah, because, look, I mean, I, I think, uh, what is it? Are they, uh, is Latin's the majority now? Yeah. Speak Spanish. Yeah. I mean, that's a big audience. Yeah, I'm living on Long Island. What if, what if I run into the MS-13s? <laughs> MS-13s are everywhere. Yeah. They're fucking everywhere. Gotta go back to Syosset. Yep. So your, fa your father was a cop in Red Hook. Yeah. When? What Bro time for it? Brooklyn Court. He was... Uh, what does Brooklyn Court mean? Brooklyn Court, he was in, he was in the court system. Like, oh, yeah. got you. And so he wasn't on the street. No, he, he started off in the street and yeah. then he evolved into Brooklyn Court. He, he made it up to fucking Sarge. Yeah, yeah. He, so he had guys going to, hey, Sarge. Yeah, Hoff. He's heard, he's heard, he's heard, yeah, there's a lot of, yo, Hoff, Hoff. Hey, Sarge. He's Hoff. heard a lot of guys going, Hoff. he's had a lot like, of fucking like, O'Hanlon's go, hey, Sarge. Hoff, I got this, I got, I got this smoke in the, in the, oh, my bad, my bad. My bad, I'm sorry. I, I forgot, got this, I forgot, Hoff. I forgot, oh my God, you know, you're one of the guys. I'm sorry, I forgot. Hoff, my bad, my bad. We were not allowed to Hoff? Hoff. Yeah, 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 but they a, called him Sarge, right? They called him Sarge, but like Harv is like the thing because my brother's a cop too out on Long Island, and they call they call him Harv. Like right. it's Harv and our Harv. Like right. yeah, but like white people are goofy too because like my brother gets called Jordy by his commanding officer. He's <laughs> like, oh Jesus Christ, bro! Don't call me Jordy. Long Island, is he a cop? Uh, Suffolk. Suffolk. Yeah, he he just got promoted to sergeant too. Shout why out to my there, brother. Why are there two? What is the Suffolk and Nassau thing? I don't even understand what's so, going so on. So Nassau, it actually ends right where I live. So like Amityville and Farmingdale. Like yeah. I live in Suffolk, but Farmingdale's in, in Nassau. So it's a county line road that separates the island in two. Oh, so it's like right down the yeah, middle. Yeah, right down yeah. the middle. So like when you're, if you're closer to Queens, it's Nassau. But if you're out east, you're like, that's Suffolk. Okay, how many bar mitzvahs you been to? I have I haven't been to any bar mitzvahs. No, Jew, no Jewish women. No, no, no Jewish women. Those are happening in Farmingdale. Uh, is Farmingdale Jewish? Yeah, I know the, Plainview's Jewish. They, no, Plainview. Yeah, Plainview is they Jewish. Call Plain Jew. Yeah, Plain yeah. Jew. You, you can go to you can go to Regal Delicate. 
delicatessen and you can get a nice Reuben there. Yeah. But then you can go across the street at La Piazza and you can get a nice buffalo chicken slice. La Piazza. Yeah. That's where we order from is La yeah, Piazza. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, there's not, it's a lot of, a lot of Italian and Irish in Farmingdale. But, yeah. um, yeah, my father, my father was a, a cop in uh, Brooklyn Court, you know, and yeah. met my mother. You know, they moved to Left Rack City, yeah. had, had my brothers there, yeah. you know, moved throughout. And then Are you the youngest? Along out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm the youngest. I'm the yeah, youngest. That's why you, you, you want the attention. The young kid always wants the attention. You know, it's not, it's not the attention. I I'm think, the youngest, too. That's what it is. Because the parents are kind of tired by the time they have you. Yeah. They're just like, do what you want. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to do my talent show. But also, you get to observe the most. And I feel you like as, as the youngest, as you observe so much. It's like this, this information has to go somewhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's either, it's either this or, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm to start a podcast about Pokemon. Like, yeah. <laughs> which, one do you, which one do you want? And I'd rather choose this. Yeah. Pokemon, it's yesterday's news. You not if you start a podcast about Pokemon, you're not. Gonna oh get yeah, them. no, no. You'll yeah. get a few Japanese fans. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a black kid on there, those Japanese fans will triple by overnight. They will. I mean, ja- nobody likes hip hop culture as much as the Japanese. No, they don't. They don't. They, they love they fast love cars. It. Yes, using chopsticks and black people and black people. They love. Yeah, they love. Uh, Jared Harvin. Mm-hmm. This was incredible. Yes, sir. Thank you for coming down. I just did it on a whim. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This kid is funny in the chat. Let's have him down. I Let's appreciate do it again, it. man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and we'll know. see you in the live chat. Where can people find you? Obviously, uh, Jhar fifty. Have you been getting followers from that? Yeah, I've yeah. been getting a lot of followers. Yeah. I joined the Discord. There was there was some horrible people in your Discord. So I, <laughs> yeah, what is my Discord? Yeah. By the way, Omar always tells me to plug it, and I don't even know what it it's, is. Uh, it's uh, Giannis Pop. It's like general or something like that. I don't but know. Just that. you know, just go to Discord and type in Giannis. Yeah, Pappas. I mean yeah. those those kids. They, I'm not even on. What's going on in the Bru- Discord? What is the Discord, it's, by the way? It's wild. It's, ba- it's, it's like a chat board. Yeah, it's basically like a big chat board. And, yeah. like, you know, you have people from there from Germany, you know, and they, they, they all talk with each other. Like, you got a couple fans from New York, and they just talk. And they're, yeah. but they're, it's uncensored. It's flagrant. It's, it's like, flagrant in there? Yeah. 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 I yeah. mean, if Shay Gillis was in that Discord, it seems like he would fit to NBC standards. He may standards. be in there. Yeah, you may be in there. <laughs> but you should you should join it because Omar, Omar, he, that kid loves you. That kid's a wild kid. He loves um, you. He's like the king of the Discord. Yeah, he wanted me to bomb on this podcast. He wanted, he wanted you to bomb? Yeah, he was like, yeah, watch him go in there and bomb. I was like, yo, I've been doing this for six years. I got it, Omar. Go eat your halal. <laughs> Yeah, no, you were great, dude. This was fun. Yo, bro, thank you for yeah, having me, man. Yeah, J Harvin fifteen on Instagram. But can we go to Lombardo's after this? <laughs> <laughs> because I listen, Dave Portnoy, you're a good guy, but I tried to go to Lombardo's after you ranked it at eight point two or eight point three, and they ran out of dough. The second I ran in there, yeah, they ran out of dough, which is good. That means he's doing well. Yeah, he's selling out. Yeah. So, and uh, do you have a podcast or anything like that? Yeah, I, how you know podcast? Uh, do with my boy Austin Titel. Uh, you can find it on Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You can download the app, or you can find that on uh, Apple Music or Spotify. Also, follow me for uh, my sketches. I do great sketches. And yeah, another, I saw one of them. It was very funny. Th- thank you, yeah. bro. Yeah, I do that with my boys. Julio Diaz, really, really great. Great. He's a star in Talent Harris. Those are my yeah. those are my two guys. Talent Junior. Talent Junior. Yeah, we yeah. have a show October 17th, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Comedy. Uh, excuse me, Old Man Hustle, Brooklyn. Uh, we got that Wait What Comedy, October 17th, 6 p.m. If you want to come by, you can. There you go. All go right? see J- Jared Harvin. It's hard for me not to call you Jay Harvin. It's okay. But it's I'll, okay. I'll get used to the Jared. Yeah. Jared. Yeah, I mean, this guy, if he looks They that- better call him Sarge, because otherwise they were going to call him Eugene. Yeah. Yeah, you can't call <laughs> Eugene. Yeah. You yeah. get no respect from the criminals. Yeah. <laughs> did he change? Did he put here just on his on his thing? Did just, he put it Gene? Or he, he had, he had nah, the full just Eugene? Harvin. 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 Uh, yeah, I mean... Sergeant Harvin. And his best friend's last name was Roach. Roach. Yeah, so they, they called Steve <laughs> Roach. Eugene and Roach. Yeah, Steve Eugene Roach. Eugene and Roach. 
Um, well, yeah. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you yeah, for having thanks me. Thanks for being down. Check out. Just, you know, the best thing is just to start by following you on the gram. Jay yeah. Harvin on the gram. Yeah, best thing. And then come Twitter to my shows. Too. You Twi- tweet funny. I mean, you're a good writer. Thank you. You, I pre- tweet, you tweet a lot? Yeah, I tweet. I'm going to start retweeting your shit. I appreciate yeah, that. Man, you're a funny kid. So right. thanks. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Yeah. It's been a long